Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. It's Friday. It's Outkick the Coverage. It's Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you live from the Geico Outkick Studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. One more day, Clay Travis not available. He's back on Monday. He'll be with you pretty much throughout the football season. So it's me and Jeff Schwartz. I'm Jason Martin. He's at Jeff Schwartz. I'm at J Mart Zone. Also the host of the Jason Martin Show. You'll hear that Sunday morning, 3 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time on Fox Sports Radio. And I guess if you're up tomorrow morning, I'm hosting 2 to 6 a.m. for Jonas Knox. So four hours to open up your Saturday morning as well. But, Jeff, we opened up, for the most part, fake football last night. There were 11 games, and man, there are no hot takes like preseason football hot takes. Like, there weren't as many. It wasn't maybe as scorching as it's been in the past. You were trolling people, and I'm not even sure people realized that you were being sarcastic. Uh, it's amazing what people don't figure out, or they just don't want to. Like, if you, I was going to tweet you back on that one where you said, I didn't know I needed to explain this. I'm like, have you seen the internet in 2019? There's two things that are going to happen when you tweet things. One, somebody's going to take it dead seriously. Yeah. Or two, they're going to take it to the most negative place that that statement possibly could have to frame you in whatever way that they need to frame you. So I had two basically trolling tweets last night. One was Daniel Jones went 5 for 5. He actually looked pretty good for the Giants um, against the Jets 2s. And so I tweeted, Daniel Jones is going to the Hall of Fame. Now, if you guys had followed me on social media, you know that I'm not high on Daniel Jones. So that was a joke. And I think most Giants fans took it that way. Now, the Giants fans savagely booed Eli Manning when they went 3 and out on the first drive, which is just so Giants. It's amazing. Um and the defense got carved up by Sam Darnold. Look, I think there's a couple things you can take from preseason. One of them is that drive by the Jets, the first drive. Uh, they, they looked a lot more efficient on offense than they had last year. I know, one drive, I get it, but Adam Gates and that offense are going to be better this year. You might not like him as a head coach, but he can coach offense. Um, and so I think those Jets will be, will be much better at offense. Um, but, yeah, and then the other one was obviously the Browns. The Browns come out. Uh, first drive, score a touchdown. I tweeted the Browns are going to the Super Bowl. That's the one that people took more seriously than my Giants one. People were like, how dare you do this? Um, overreact after one game. My like, guys, if you follow me, I don't think the Browns are making the playoffs this year. So I don't yeah. understand how you could think that this is this is serious. So it's pretty funny how people took a bunch of my tweets. But what, are, what else am I supposed to tweet about? I'm pumped football's back. Um, I had a decent night gambling, which was it's the preseason. So I, I think anytime you win in the preseason, you consider a little bit of luck involved there. Um, and uh, we start Gardner Minshew get completely destroyed. So football is officially back. The quarterback, 
the rookie quarterback of the, of the Jaguars uh, took his eyes off the defense uh, for just a second as he dropped the snap, and he got his helmet knocked off, his ear pads flew out. Um, it was it was awesome. So uh, football is, is sort of back. Um, the Broncos were playing last night. Did you watch a little Broncos football? Little bit. I mean, I watched a little bit of this. I mean, I had to watch the local game because I've got a comment on it at six o'clock tonight. Uh, the Titans Eagles game, which I mean, Mariota went out and looked like Mariota, which is not the guy. And then as soon as Tannehill came in, in came that well, Tannehill's the better player here. Takes all over Twitter, even from experts. Yeah. Pro Football Talk I broke saw. it out. Ryan hey, Clark pro, broke it pro, out. Pro Football Talk is not an expert in football. I, I know, but I'm just saying, like a verified Twitter account. How about okay. that? I just thought we'd make that very. No, that you're, you're absolutely clear. right. They are absolutely not. They are okay. kind of bottom feeders. Thank you. Let's yeah. make that point clear. That was it. What about Dwayne Haskins? Uh, Wasn't the best of starts for him. He had two picks. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what. I don't know what. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. I still think Dwayne Haskins. Either way, like could be all right. Bad, it, it doesn't. Like, to me, okay. The reason why I said the Jets had a good night on offense is just the, the rhythm and the way their offense just kind of function is what I'm looking at. Less of less of like, oh, Sam Darnold was good. Like they think their offensive structure and the way they play the game is much different than they did last year. So that's what impressed me. You know, on the flip side, Baltimore with Lamar Jackson, he was four of six, but they did the exact same offense. I was told they were going to run a different offense, and they came out and ran the exact same stuff they ran last year. Lamar Jackson one time looked like he was throwing to a different guy, overthrew him, and luckily there was a wide receiver behind him. Who caught yeah, it was football. a tight end. It looked like he vastly overthrew a tight end. Right, and the wide receiver just happened to be behind them, and yeah. they had to like make an acrobatic play to stop, turn around, um, and and make the play. So um, they look the same. So I'm just looking at kind of the function of an offense rather than actually the results of of the the plays. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. You mean you? I mean, I think that there is there's going to be a curiosity level as it relates to new quarterbacks in particular and just if they look confident if the ball's coming out of their hands well i mean you can you can find things to pay attention to here and then unfortunately you know i said yesterday i hope that we would not be talking about any injuries and then curse goes down for the lions looks like his season's over i saw david chow talking about that as soon as it was over uh i guess maybe the biggest story although jones averaged what 13.4 yards a throw could, last yeah. night, a completion. He did look good in his 5-of-5. Five five. Kyler Murray was 6-for-7. Uh, he wasn't throwing anything too deep, but he did seem to have pretty decent command of the pocket. There was at least one play where he basically didn't get any blocking, but he was still able to make yeah, something right. out yeah. of it. He looks to be good at keeping his eyes downfield, and he did not seem, at least from my vantage point, he did not seem to be playing out of control or frantic. Now he was—I think he's always going to have active feet, but as long as they're pointed downfield and yeah. he's still looking to throw more often than he is run, I still think he could be—you know—everything could work out just fine here. He's not going to last if he has to run too often. But I was pretty impressed with what I saw from him last night. He's one of the only rookies probably ever to play in the same offense that he played in—you know—in college into the NFL. Like it's pretty impressive that that he's a, that pretty beneficial I'd say for him that this is the way it's kind of worked out for him, um, and so I'm not surprised he looked halfway decent last night. He's very comfortable with the offense they're running, uh, so that that did not. I, I haven't seen his. I didn't watch any of his game yet. I guess I can go pull it up a little bit, uh, but that does not surprise me at all. And and um, no one should be surprised if he fast if he starts fast. I just don't think he can sustain it throughout the season. Um, but I'm not, not his first year. I'm not surprised he started fast. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's going to work at all. So yeah, well, we're we're both on the same page on Kingsbury, but it's possible that for the first month to six weeks of this season, it's going to look like it's working, and then we've got to see where it is in week 14 once the league's had a chance to maybe you know right. just sort of acclimate themselves to what's going on. There's a couple of games tonight. You know, a lot of a lot of guys not playing a lot. The less guys play, at least some of these superstars, probably the better. I know Julio's basically said he's not going to do very much at all in the preseason and good if you're a Falcons fan because what exactly does he need to do? Um, Yeah, exactly. And then if Melvin Gordon was looking for a home, the Texans were one of them. The Texans came out a few days ago and said, no, I'm not interested in Melvin Gordon, but they do go ahead and grab Duke Johnson yesterday. Yeah, it's a great trade by the Browns too. The Browns get a fourth fourth round pick, and then if Duke plays nine, I think nine or more games, 
They end up getting a third round pick. It's what happens, Texas, when you don't have, when you don't have a general manager. Um, yeah, no, the, 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 the Texas were never traded from Melvin Gordon. Again, his, um, uh, his value for the trade, the leverage was highest in March. And he, I don't know why he didn't do it then. Um, so, well, you heard you heard it. Who was it we had on that said he had an agent that screwed up? We had um, a couple of days ago, just like yeah. his agent screwed it, screwed the pooch uh, on that. Marvez, yeah, it was Marvez. Marvez, yeah, it was Marvez. Marvez yeah. Um, so he, yeah, he's he's going to have to come back to work, or he's not going to get paid this year. But that's that's kind of his options, or take the Chargers deal, which is less obviously than he would like to take. But I, I don't know what else to tell him. He doesn't really have many other options, just like Zeke doesn't have many options and Zeke probably will get more than him because he's a better player but um I there's not much he can do he can he can complain about it but he's not gonna get paid unless he unless he shows up and there's no reason for them to give him a new deal no there's not and I will be very curious to know when he either gives up the ghost on this and shows up or just how long he is willing to try and make this case that's not going to be made. But, yeah. Um, I'll be curious to know. I wonder how many people and how much time was spent last night just going through these games. I know that there's not... I mean, it wasn't great football, and you got to watch, like, a series with all the starters, and most of the games were being started at the same time. The late games, I didn't get to see very much of those because, well, these are early mornings at least one more, and then I guess this weekend for me is going to be the same thing. But generally, preseason football just does very little for me, and I know it going in. Some people get excited about it, and I was still watching it. We still had football to watch, but I just I can't understand why it's so easy. You know, you can think about this when it comes to hard knocks, too. I bet you by the end of hard knocks, people are going to think the Raiders are going to have a pretty good year, even if they're not. Just because we've got a camera on them, and when you look at dudes in training camp, generally they look pretty good most of the time. The way that they're framed, the way that they're yeah. shot, the slow motion, like, oh, wow, these guys are really getting after it. They're getting after it at every training camp in the in the league. Uh, if you don't know what you're watching, most training camps look pretty daggone good. And so I think that it's very easy to watch one series and think this or think that. The knee-jerk reactions in preseason are just devastating. What was it the year that Peyton Manning or the Colts went 0-5 or whatever? Oh, yeah. And this happens consistently, and teams will go 5-0 and and then win three games in the regular season. You just have to know that what you're watching, just watch situations, watch special teams, watch certain little nuances if you want to, but don't expect that you're going to be able to extrapolate a whole lot of information from the preseason and apply that to what's actually going to happen when the games start to count. We also had we also had um, people who um, were looking at, at reps by certain people and were making up wild, like wild interpretations of the film. And I, I just I, I don't sometimes I don't understand if people watch the same game that I watch. Probably and not. Like, what? Probably not. And here's the deal. Like here's what I don't understand is I I think it's best. To just t- call it how it is, I, I, like, I think that's best. I understand if you work for a team and you're gonna spin it a little differently. I get that. That's your job. I totally get it. But if you're not, if your job is just to talk about football, I don't know why you just want to tell it, tell it the way it is. Like I, I don't, I don't understand the purpose of sugarcoating things or or not not just being honest with yourself when the film is out. And maybe. I'm too negative, and maybe that's why I'm I'm not on television. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't really think that's why. But um, I, I don't. I just don't know like why. So there's a, you know clip floating around last night. Quinn Nelson. We know Quinn Nelson, the offensive lineman yeah. for the Colts. He's like the most famous offensive lineman ever. Yeah. Um, going against Ed Oliver last night, the rookie from Houston, and you know there's a clip posted of Ed Oliver sort of working off a double team against Quinn Nelson. The, the left tackle didn't do very much, and then left early. And he's pushed at least three yards back. Three yards back. And he ends up getting near a tackle. He does not get an assist on the tackle. Maybe maybe if they're generous, they give him one. But if not, it's the guy who grabbed him by the legs on the bottom of the pile, and then another D-tackle hit him first. And, you know, we're using this as, as like, wow, watch Ed Oliver. Everyone told me that the tweet was, Ed Oliver's too small to play defensive tackle. He got pushed back, 
three and a half to four yards. That's an L. <laughs> yeah, four yards. <laughs> Look, people are going to see what they want to see. You know, and if they if it's something that can become controversial or something that can become a narrative, that's going to find its way right to the surface. It's not going to remain on the bottom. It's going to be right there at the top of that water. I will say this. The great stat line last night, and looking at stats in preseason is ridiculous, but the Patriots-Lions stats were a little bit skewed. The Patriots had 459 total yards. The Lions had 93. That's not good. And the Patriots had 39 minutes of possession to just 21 for the Lions, and the Lions lost curse. That was not a good day for Detroit at all. But I know you can't look at any of this, but the Ed Oliver thing is just hilarious. And then there was, I mean, there was Miles Garrett, and I tweeted this out too. Miles Garrett looked like a beast early in the game for the Browns, and I immediately tweet out, yep, his first opponent is Marcus Mariota without the highest paid left tackle in the I league. Know. And people started firing back at me, like, oh, but they're going to chip block and they're going to do all this. Actually, my own radio station said that, and I, I agree. My point still stands. It's still Mariota and no Taylor Lewan. I'm not suggesting that they're not, that they're just going to let miles garrett blow by i'm saying miles garrett's really good and that's a highlight of miles garrett and i'm suggesting that miles garrett is the one that's going to be going after mariota without everybody that he would need up front that's a factual statement i'm not burying mariota there i'm not burying Luan. i'm saying it's not ideal to be going against somebody who i think is very good in miles garrett and not having your full fleet in front of you on the offensive line i don't think that that is a particularly egregious statement of me to make no, but look, we know that Miles Garrett is good, and we know that Taylor Lewan being out is going to hurt the Titans. It's not like a, a revelation yes. to tweet that out. Um, you know, last night Miles Garrett going against the backup left tackle of the Redskins and beating him is like is okay. I mean, sure, that's just kind of his job. It's not surprising to me. I think we do like like I said, we overreact to little things because we're so happy that um, that we have football back. I mean, so am I. Uh, like I'm, I'm, of course, I'm beyond pumped. I'm trying to find. I'm debating whether or not I'm going to go watch some of these replays right now. I have Game Pass pulled up on my computer, just deciding if I'm going to watch some of these replays. I'm probably not, um, but I have the capability. I just, I'm looking. I'm like, eh, eh. They, they said they might have put all 22 up for this, so maybe if they do that, I'll watch a little bit of it. But otherwise, um, yeah, not really. Um, not really going to rewatch any of this. But I'm just, I'm excited that it's back, man. I'm pumped. Yeah, we're getting close. You know, we're about, what, three, three and a half weeks, give or take, from football that counts. College will be a a little bit sooner than that. August 24th, baby. Yeah, and Dabo Swinney has said a couple of things this week that are pretty interesting. I think we will talk about those. We're also going to have Lance Taylor from Jocks down in Birmingham on the program today. And my buddy Chad Withrow, who works with me at 104.5 The Zone here in Nashville, he joins usually on Friday in the third hour. And we'll have plenty to talk about with him. I might want to talk about both or talk to both of these guys about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I don't know that we've gotten far enough away to spoil it because people will get mad even though it's been out for two weeks, I think, as of today. But, well, you need 164 minutes to sit down and actually watch it. And a lot of people haven't had that time yet. So we'll have to figure that out. Plus, there's a pretty big premiere on HBO this weekend as well. And both those guys like to talk pop culture. So we may jump into that ether as well. But if you want to tweet us, you can tweet Jeff at Jeff Schwartz. You can tweet me at Zone. The crew is in L.A. We'll bring them in and get their thoughts on what they saw last night in the preseason when we come back. No dub today. He is out. So it's just me in an empty studio here in Nashville, pretty much in the dark. But I do have a protein bar, which means oh, I shouldn't be thank, tripping over nearly as many thank, words. Thank the Lord. Oh, oh, guys, Danny, I mean, Roberto, like, we, I was worried. That also means that our phones will work 100% of the time because they're here in Los Angeles. Okay, I was, see, I wasn't going to put out the number because I didn't know that that was the case and I didn't want people to call and they'd be calling this line that I can't do anything with. So, all right, 877-99 on Fox. That's 877-996-6369. The crew in L.A. are our gatekeepers. You have to go through them to get to us. And, and it's, seriously, why are there so many issues with the phones? 
They're, they're renovating the studios right now in Nashville. Isn't that been happening for four and a half years now? It's going. been a long renovation. How long has this show been going for? It's, not the, it's like the highway crew <laughs> that you continue to never see working while like three lanes are shut down in a four-lane highway. It's not the Property Brothers on TV, okay, Jeff? It just doesn't happen overnight. <laughs> it's like, look, I get, I've had my radio show in Pac-12 now for uh, a year and a half. We've got a one phone call, so I really can't can't talk about phone calls, but... Uh, it's just so funny to me. Like this, just it is, I don't know why it's funny. Clay makes well, it worse because he gets so he gets so angry about it. It's that's the thing. I'll it's, just say it again. If Clay had to answer these phones, he would never talk about it again. <laughs> that's the joy of it, and I think our bosses have such good taste in comedy and programming and radio in general that once they saw it triggered Clay, I think that's one of the reasons it's dragged on. I mean, why, now, I hope, it's, I now it's it a gimmick. Yeah, why yeah. fix something that's great content? Yeah, well, I agree. I it's, it I it's when it's fabulous. broken. It's, I, I agree. I wouldn't fix it either because it's just it's it's hilarious because he yeah. gets so angry. It is relentlessly entertaining to watch Clay pull his hair out and just not know what to do because technology that he probably couldn't operate doesn't work. Absolutely phenomenal. I mean, it's just so easy, it is. Right? All, all that happens is someone calls in and then you just press a button. And they're on the air. Bingo. Yeah, it's that simple. <laughs> <laughs> Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. The guys in L.A. should be able to answer the phones. Watch it go down out there now. That's that's what I'm waiting to see now that we've buried the Nashville studios, or at least not really the studios, and it's not really renovations either. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of misinformation. There's a lot of fake news <laughs> going around here. I feel like we might be listening to a news a twenty four seven news station on television. But we, we we will be right back. We'll get the crew's thoughts on the preseason. It's outkick the coverage. J Martin Jeff finishing up for Clay Travis here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Fake football last night. It's bringing the crew out in L.A. I know you watched it, Danny. What did you see last night? Well, you guys obviously came out the gates talking about the quarterbacks. It was fun to see Daniel Jones, and we got to see Baker Mayfield because of the weather delay that happened during the Giants game, which was a blessing in disguise because why don't we get the red zone channel for the preseason? The, yeah. f- the fans well, are charged regular – well, at least season ticket holders are charged regular prices – and the thing I want to see is the first series or two from each game. Because what is the purpose of seeing the entire game? By the second quarter, we usually want to tune out and go to a different game, right? Um, you want to see as many of the starters as you can. So it was fun that Scott Hansen was forced into his first red zone channel situation, which kind of made me smile because that's how we got to see that three minutes of Baker Mayfield. Wait, and there, then, there was red zone channel last night? Well, not officially. But because of the weather delay, they started bouncing around oh, to yeah, all okay. the different games. Well, which, I know, like, Andrew Siciliano was tweeting out a picture. They were practicing the red zone last yeah. night, uh, but not actually uh, uh, showing it to everyone else. I had dinner with Andrew the other day. He was in Charlotte, and he told me how um, it works, like how, how he does his whole show. Wow. It's a lot of moving parts. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Oh, those guys are super talented at what yeah. they do, because just try that at home. There's no way that a regular human being could focus on that many different moving parts and do it as seamlessly as those two guys do. Um, I think the Bills surprised me. I know that our Instagram account for Fox Sports Radio put out that play from the uh, former rugby player, England's Christian Wade, yeah. as the highlight of the night. And, and I agree, that 65-yard touchdown run was really fun to watch. Also, that Devin Motor Singletary, another running back, on the Bills squad stood out, product of FAU. Yeah, our friend of the program, Lane Kiffin. So two running backs on the Bills. And that 65-yard touchdown run, I think it was the best highlight of last night. A big part of that was how much fun the Bills were having as the entire team was jumping up and down around Wade after his touchdown. It it was a lot of fun to see. Yeah, I mean, they're getting all that fun out of the way now because it's not going to be fun when the games start to count. Well, the... The the best the best story might have been last night. If you guys can go find it, um, is uh, the story from Cleveland with the there was a player that scored a, a late punt return touchdown who was like living homeless just a couple just a week or so ago. Yeah, that's um, fantastic. I got that call. He, you guys want it? Yeah, the the Browns one. Yeah, yeah. Let's play. Yeah, it. Please play. It, yeah. We'll watch this one with interest. Snap back. Tressway takes it and left foots it out. DJ Montgomery almost blocked it. Backpedaling. Sheehy Giuseppe's got it at the 14 juggle. Now he's to the 20. 25. Here he goes. 30. 40. He's to the 50. He's to the 40. Now he's in open field. 20. 10. 5. Touchdown. Damian Sheehy Giuseppe. And the entire Browns team <laughs> races down into the end zone. This is how it will be when we win the AFC. A scene just like that. 86 yards. That is fantastic. That's a team. That's going to be famous last words for that guy yeah, right no, there. So, so basically his story, <laughs> as quick as I can possible, he was sleeping outside. He had a workout with the Browns that he finagled his way into like this other workout, introduced himself to the Browns personnel guy, got himself a workout. He was sleeping outside the gym in Miami on the floor, on the ground, on the grass, to work out for a week to get ready for his preparation in Cleveland. When we come back, we've got a lot of divisions that we still haven't previewed to finish up our analysis of the league, and we'll do that starting next here on Outkick the Coverage.
Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trips of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their toyo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Jeff Schwartz is confident. He's at Jeff Schwartz. I'm, I am. I'm confident. I'm at J-Mart Zone. Clay Travis is way too confident. He's at Clay Travis. He'll be back little, on Monday. Much. Yeah, a little, little bit much. much. It, it, Jason, is it is it pretentious of me to have a podcast called Jeff Schwartz is Smarter Than You? No. I mean, there's also Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader and things like that in the past. It's just kind of to the point. I mean, no one thinks that you're that intelligent, so they just find it to be funny that you would call your podcast that. <laughs> Wow, jeez! <laughs> you like how I just said that in a measured just, tone? It's like right to the just right to the groin. Wow. Um, oh yikes! Oh yeah, Ooh. how did that poll go? You said you you were like, hey, if no, I, I, just, pod- I just I'm hosted doing the podcast. a podcast. Oh, okay, so you were you were just putting that out there for you the. You know fun what's interesting is that a lot of the responses I got about what they would want my podcast to be is exactly what it's going to be. So it was actually kind of interesting to see, like, because I basically put out there, like, what if I do a solo podcast, um, would you listen? And 
Twitter was maybe the wrong medium to do this because people d- do disliked me. Like Instagram and say. Facebook, Instagram and Facebook was like over ninety percent yes. Twitter was was not as high. Um, yeah. um, and a lot of people said that you know like, we we just don't want to hear one voice, which you won't. Um, you know, we hope it's authentic, which of course it will be. Um, and that and that you know basically. You know, is it going to be more conversational? Yes, it will be. I should have phrased it better. It's not just going to be me talking the whole time. There will be producers that will be heavily involved in it. Um, I'm excited for this. I want to do my own podcast for a while now. You know, most everything I do is, you know, with someone, which I obviously I don't mind working with you or with with Sean on my other show. Uh, this will be pretty fun. I mean, I think podcast obviously is the next thing to happen and on a big time level. It already is. The question is whether or not I, I actually record myself doing this podcast and like put it on YouTube. I'm not quite sure if that's... Like a going to be allowed? Because mm. I think that's what we're a lot of people are doing now, anyway. So um, there's just new there's new ventures in in podcasting radio. Radio dot com is starting a whole new lineup. Basically, uh, they've stole they poached some big some big players off Sirius to do that. Um, and so there's new mediums and opportunities now in in, the, in this business. Well, congratulations on that. I'm sure you will do a good job. I'd like to hear a podcast down the line with you and Mitch together once okay, he's so done that, playing. So. That was the original plan. Uh, my brother said he's not going to do it until he retires. Which yeah, and sense. I understand that. I totally um, understand that. So, like I, even though I sound like I know what I'm talking about, and I, I do a lot of times, and I can be a, a, a kind of a jerk sometimes on social media. Um, um, I, I generally don't think I'm smarter than everybody. I mean, I. I I, I'm smarter than a lot of people in football, especially. My brother actually thinks he's smarter than everybody. So, um, and he, he probably is. And so, the podcast with him is going to be amazing. Like, he, it, it's just, uh, if you think I'm opinionated and you think that that I have thoughts that are contrary to, like, public belief, like, my brother is, it's going to be glorious. It's going to be unbelievably amazing. Um, and so, hopefully, when he does retire, we're going to put that, that, Retirement will be on the new podcast. I just don't know what to call it because you can't say my Schwartz be with you probably. Eat or, my Schwartz? Yeah, I could do eat my Schwartz. I don't know. that. Uh, we'll think of something. But um, it, my brother and I podcast will be amazing. I, I'm just promising you right now. You have to wait obviously a couple of years for that to happen. It's going to be fabulous. Um, and so I'm excited for it. Um, yeah, you don't, you don't have a podcast. You just upload. Yeah, I do have a podcast. As a matter of fact. I have the Pop 6. It used to be Outkick the Culture, but yeah, now I do a Pop Culture Pocket. Yeah, on the office, on one of my office episodes. You know know what's amazing about the office again? Like, my wife last night just, I've gotten her into the office now. Um, I'm glad that that's finally happened. I started season three because I figured I could catch her up pretty quickly on season one and two. Um, And so, like, whenever she's, like, at night now, when she just wants to, like, veg out, I put the office on for an episode. Like, it's just, it's non. Like it, it's just non-thinking television. You just all right. Laugh, so yeah. All right. So let me let me it. lay this. I'm gonna lay this yeah. out for you. I haven't. I don't know if I've ever laid this out on this show before. I've talked to Clay about this, but I don't know if I've ever done it on the air. But I've done it on the Pop Six, and it's something I created years ago, and I call it the Red versus Blue Show. And so I look at a red show as kind of like a stop sign or a red light. It's something that's heavy. It's something that demands my attention. It's something that can affect my mood. Something like Mad Men or Game of Thrones, or uh, The Sopranos, something where the content, one, it's intricate, and it's not something that can just be tertiarily on, secondarily in the background. And so that's a red show. I have to be in the right mood to watch a red show. And then there's something I call a blue show. Blue is more of a cool color. It's more of a relaxing color. It's like the pillow before it gets a little bit too hot. It's right when you first get into bed and you've got the fan on, the air conditioning's in the right deal. That's something you can have on in the background. And blue shows, to me, red shows are the ones that win awards. Blue shows are the ones that are timeless. There's a reason why Friends in the Office are, two show, are the two highest-watched shows on Netflix. It's because of what you just said. It is a blue show. It is a show you can have on in the background while you're making dinner or while you're cleaning the house or while you're about to go to sleep or while you're checking your email or while you're you know on social media or whatever it is that you're doing. You don't have to pay attention, and you can recite it without even looking at the screen. Because you right. know some of it. And so that's The Office. That's Friends. For me, it was some of these old USA, what they were called, blue sky dramas like White Collar and Monk and yeah. stuff like that. And then sports is the ultimate blue show. 
Because you can have a college basketball game on just in the background while you're doing stuff. You don't have to pay attention. You just pick up every couple of minutes. Preseason football, you could technically call a blue show. Blue shows make life. They're not going to affect your mood. Now, Scott's Tots might affect your mood. That episode of The Office might affect your mood. <laughs> but most... You might laugh. Yes. Mo- yeah, yeah. when I rewatched it, it was a little easier to easier than the first well, time I saw it. Well, the blue the shows, shows are really, awkward. really key to your life. It's super awkward. That's like Curb Your Enthusiasm. Curb Your Enthusiasm is a... It's a red show, even though it's a comedy. But there are many... Whatever your escapes are, now I've laid this out on my show in Nashville and had people call in and tell me, you know, what are your blue shows? What are the things that you just have on in the background of your life, pop culture-wise? Some people, it's movies. I used to I used to have Back to the Future and The Dark Knight and Fletch, and I had a list of ones that would be go-tos. The Big Short's kind of been added to that list in recent years. Just films that I love that I can just have on, and I know what's happening, even if, you know, depending on where I am, I'm not even in the room, yeah. and it's loud enough. Those are really, really important. But that's the reason why The Office and Friends yeah. are watched. It's not a lot of people watching for hours at a time. It's people that are about to go to sleep watching a couple of episodes of The Office. My wife can't go to sleep without, without The Office not being on. See, that's it. Yeah, that's it. In a nutshell, I mean, what else? What do you watch, Roberto? Like, what's the stuff that you just relax to, that you unwind to, that you don't have to pay so much attention to, but that just kind of is almost like a soundtrack to the background of your life? Yeah, I, I, I like putting on a, an old movie, something that I like, and I put it on. And sometimes, if it's like usually like a Sunday, like on Sunday afternoon, I'll be watching a, a Dodger game and I'll just fall asleep for some reason. Yeah, baseball. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's why I, that's why I was saying this. I said this to you a couple of days ago, Jeff, that I record Red Zone every yeah. Sunday. It's like seven, eight hours. And then I've got that for the whole week. And then I'll replace it with the next week. So when you get to the end of the season, you just leave that final one there and don't record over it. Because I can always have an NFL regular season week of seven hours with no commercials and just have that on, and I'll be perfectly content to that. I think everybody needs to have some kind of a pop culture escape that doesn't demand their attention but it's just something other than silence at times in the background. I think that you don't need to always have sound. You need silence. You need to be able to think through things and you know take things a little bit differently. But I also think that it's really it's good for the soul just to have something that you like on in the background. And I think that it's fascinating to ask the question what people's escapes are because they're always so varied. It's so dependent upon who the person is, even though it seems like friends in the office are proven to be two that have stood the test of time. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I think that, again, I, I, I'm going to use the red and blue. I think that's like that's a fabulous – because there's times when, when I try to nap during the day, and it's very few and far between, and typically it's like a 15, 20-minute nap, and I, yeah. I go lay in bed and basically just like fall asleep watching some, some television show for 15 minutes, and – I put on a blue show. Like I try to find Absolutely. a blue show to where I just it's background noise. I've seen it a million times. I don't really need to. You know, weirdly enough, what what show works a lot for me is thirty the th- a thirty for thirty or like a or like sure. NFL Network uh, football life. Yeah, like I have a bunch of them taped, and I'll just put them on the ones I haven't watched yet. And I fall asleep with like in one in one segment. I'm out. Cold. I don't know I, why. Dude, I have thirty. I, thirty for thirties. <laughs> when why. I originally laid this take out, and they're very good. Thirty for thirties, but the light ones, like yeah. uh, this magic moment about yeah. Shaq and and Penny and the uh, New York Knicks. Reggie Miller and the New York Knicks was one. I hate Christian Leitner is one. Not like OJ made in America. Like you've got to be careful what you fall asleep to. Like, I don't want to fall asleep watching Chernobyl. That's not, no. That's not the last I, thing I want to see right before I go to sleep. I, I need to, a palate cleanser. That's what a blue show is. <laughs> it's a palate cleanser whether you're awake or about to fall asleep. I tried to do that um, with Den of Thieves the other day. It didn't work very well. Uh, yeah, you've got to be real. you got to be real. What's your escape, Danny? I hear you laughing in the background over there. King of Queens is a good one. Oh, to interesting. Watch. Sleep too. All right. Yeah. Everybody, too, everybody yeah. loves Raymond was one of mine. Yeah, that's not bad. Seinfeld is one that oh, my yeah. cousin swore by. He's like, if I don't have Seinfeld on in the background, I can't go to sleep. One of the things I hate about Netflix is, are you still watching? It's like, yeah, I'm still watching. Like, don't put up this message. Oh, Just yeah. keep it rolling. Because <laughs> yeah. the last thing I want is to wake up in silence with that message. Because that's what I'm going to wake up to every time. I want to wake up and still have an episode of news radio or whatever it is that I am watching. But I do think it's important to have pop culture escapes. And just right here, you just heard 
30 for 30s, A Football Life, King of Queens, The Office for Roberto's Wife, an old movie. Yes, like this stuff. Tweet me. Yeah, tweet me at jmartzone or tweet at Jeff Schwartz. Let us know what your escapes are. I just, I am very, I'm always fascinated to see what people have on in the background of their life. Not, I, I get it. Mad Men's fantastic. Breaking Bad's fantastic. I, I understand this. Believe me. I've talked and written about these things for years. I want to know what it is that you get entertained by that leaves you in a positive feeling, that just kind of makes you feel good. Because I think that maybe we spend too much time not looking at things like that. Eddie, what's your escape show? I don't know if you were listening to us or not, but what is it you like to have on in the background? Um, I don't know if it's escape show is the right word. Maybe it is, but like if I'm ever, if I'm ever not in a good mood, I will put on the show Parks and Recreation. Oh, oh yes, second best too, comedy of all and time. It always, right there. always gets me in a good mood. Did, did you see the man. video that was on the internet yesterday where they put Nick Swanson's face uh, <laughs> on all Ron's the one. Full House? Not Nick Swanson. What's his um, Nick Offerman. Ron, uh, Nick Swanson. Offerman. Sorry. Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson. Nick Nick Offerman's yeah. face on the intro to Full House. No, he was I, on all his, his face was on all the characters. It was unbelievably. You need to go find that <laughs> on social media. Right I will now. do it right now. Unbelievably funny. Yes, Eddie, Eddie with the best answer of all. Uh, oh, I, I like you. Parks and Rec better than The Office. Other than Seinfeld, Parks and Rec is my favorite show in terms of comedies of all time. I'm, I'm it's just you. phenomenal. I'm with you. Truly I phenomenal. Kind of get I actually can probably get on that, even though The Office is my favorite show. Do Parks and Rec is really amazing. It's it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's really I wanna, good too. But I still prefer yeah. The Office better. I want to discuss why Parks and Rec is better than The Office, in my opinion. But we'll do it after the break because I don't want Danny G in the chat window telling me about our timing here because he's gotten so used to Clay Travis not understanding how a clock works, <laughs> he's forgotten that Jeff and I do. We'll be right back. It's Outkick the coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's a final week. We've had a lot of fun this week. We appreciate all the guests, all the people calling in. We'll have Chad Withrow join us next segment. He is my colleague, actually, here at WGFX-FM in Nashville, Tennessee. Always fun. He's a big pop culture guy as well, so we'll be able to talk the Red Blue Show with him uh, as well. But we've got some divisions to preview last night was fake football we saw haskins struggle a little bit but it was fake in the first game we saw kyler murray go six of seven we saw daniel jones go five of five and average over 13 yards per completion and look if you're a giants fan if you want to get excited about that that's fine like nobody's rooting the one thing about the daniel jones thing jeff that i thought was fascinating was we're not rooting against Daniel Jones. We just thought that was an insane pick to make. Now, if he comes out and he turns out to be great, no one will say that in a year. They'll say, oh, well, great decision. Like, if you take a quarterback, nobody's going to say if that works out that that was a bad choice. Right. Um, I just, again, when has there been a quarterback who was just kind of yes. above average in college that became a star in the NFL? It's very rare. So maybe Jones can be that guy. I, just, I don't see it quite yet. Obviously, last year was um was you know uh, I mean, last night was a good start for him but I, I let's say he plays the regular season yeah I mean it's preseason and everybody this is a season of hope and hype I said I said that right oh, yeah. off the start of this week it's four letter words to start with H that's what the preseason is everybody's got a chance right now and everybody's new players are going to be uh the fortune changers for their franchise and if you're somebody that wants to hold on to that hope for the Giants then Daniel Jones Gave you a little bit of something last night to sink your teeth into and enjoy. Just calm down and try not to get trapped on the bandwagon of any of this new stuff because what you're seeing right now is not going to be indicative in any respect of what you're going to see in the regular season, most likely. Maybe a few little snippets here and there, but just try not to overreact to this. I know we have one phone call. Let's go ahead and get to that. I was talking about, let me set this up just in case you just joined the program. We were talking about The Office, and I started mentioning that there are two different kinds of television shows, and this is something that I came up with a few years ago. There are ones where you've got to be in the right mood because they can affect your mood. There are ones that are super serious, things that demand your attention, things that are heavy in terms of their content. Like You're not going to just put on an episode of The Wire and go make dinner or check your email. 
unless you've seen it a hundred times. But I don't know why you would rewatch the the Wire a hundred times. I know how well regarded the Wire is. I've seen the Wire fully once. It was number four on my top ten list, which was the first thing I ever wrote for Outkick was the top ten dramas uh, for me, and I wrote long form pieces on all of them. The Wire is an ultimate red show. It's basically a big stoplight that says, "Look, if you're not in the right mood, don't watch this because it's not going to make you feel any better." Or if you just don't have focus right now, don't watch this. And that can be Mad Men. It can be any of those higher-end dramas. Most of the ones that win awards are red shows. And then there are blue shows. That's a lot of comedies. It's USA Network one-hour dramas, which I'm putting in air quotes because they're always things that get figured out. It's procedural stuff like CSI, things like that. Whatever it is that you have on in the background that doesn't affect your mood. Sports is a great blue show. It's one of the reasons it does so well is because people can leave it on ESPN or leave it on FS1 for 12 hours, and maybe they won't agree if it's an opinion show, but sports themselves are ultimate escapes. Blue shows, relaxing. It's that cool pillow when you first lay down. It's just a comfort zone for you that you don't necessarily have to pay attention to. And I think it explains why The Office and Friends are the two most watched things on Netflix because people are putting them on late at night because they're good palate cleansers. They're good things that can send you off to sleep that aren't going to be like the Chernobyl nightmares you would have if you happen to fall asleep uh, watching that on HBO. But I think we've got one phone call that wanted to talk about this. We had a couple calls at the end, and we're still having some people tweet us at Jeff Schwartz and at Jmart Zone about that as well. But in Missouri, we've got – actually, sorry, in New Orleans, we've got Brad who hung on through the break. Brad, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing this morning? Good, man. Good. Uh, good. Look, big fan of the show. Listen every day on uh, my commute to work. So, yeah, I really, really, really appreciate you guys doing what you do. So, Thanks. anyway, so uh, regarding the uh, the television shows – Maybe it's my immaturity. Uh, I know I've been told me to grow up a little bit, but I tell you what, it's the adult, it's the adult swim lineup at night. Uh, that's definitely my Blue Blood shows. Probably the uh, Rick and Morty All right. might have to be my favorite. Uh, <laughs> but a default option would be any of the Marvel movies. The ones that come on TNT and all that throughout the week and all that. That's a, that's a good one to kind of just close your eyes and you can always picture what's going on. Yeah, no, I agree, Brad. Thank you for that. And yeah, I was going to ask when he said adult swim if he meant Rick and Morty because I've... I've put that on and fallen asleep before, but I think that, and I mentioned the Marvel films, Jeff, in that last segment. The Marvel films, because they run through the same formula, at least 99% of them run through the exact same formula, you don't necessarily have to watch them 100 times, but you could. You could just have them on. I think Pixar films are also really good in that respect. Uh, they bridge the gap between like adolescence and adulthood right, right. more than like Cinderella would, for example. So, I mean, I think you could have Toy Story or cars or something like that on and it it would work pretty well let's go to los yeah. angeles i think victor has a thought out there hey how you doing guys good to have you good to have you on and good to have me taking my call thank you so much sure. uh when i say a blue show scrubs is a perfect blue show you can just yep. have it on it's great it's good comedy it's good for background it's perfect but one of the other things i wanted to mention was that as far as you're talking about preseason getting, you see a rhythm, more like coaches getting into a rhythm, things like that happen. That's the same thing with a scrimmage. Aaron Rodgers is making this big old thing about scrimmages. He's got it so or whatever. But it does give a little bit of a rhythm. So that's a comment I wanted to make. Thanks so much. Yeah, and I think, Jeff, you mentioned rhythm in the first. And I think the other thing that you can pay attention to is that you will see coaches. Coaches want to see all the situations that they can possibly see to see who performs under those Right. pressure to see who might work in like one play that happens in the course of a football game and that's where you get to the special teams and the situational stuff and that comes down to like those last five to seven spots that are actually being played for during the preseason right and remember there's not a lot of spots that are actually up for grabs, up for grabs. yeah uh, there's not many so that's why some of these you know it's important to to have um you know, some of these joint practices important to, to be able to see your players against other other players. So um, I uh, I'm fine with with kind of the joint practices. Well, the Patriots are going to be here um, practices with the Titans. We're going to see Rams and Raiders, and apparently there was a scuffle there. We'll see that on Hard Knocks, I'm sure. Are you on going Tuesday to the, night. the joint practices? Uh, probably. I went to the ones last year with the Bucks. Um, I went to a lot of camp last year. This year, there's just a lot going on with us yeah. doing this show and with 
a wedding coming up literally uh, 44 days, I think it is, from right now. So there's just there's a whole lot happening around me. So I haven't been able to make it to camp as much. But, yeah, I would like to get out there. I think it's next weekend um, to see that. And I feel like there will probably be a whole lot of media out there, if for no other reason than the opponent. But I like to get out to camp a few times, even though, I, you know, unless I'm standing next to one of the coaches or somebody that was a former coach or player, I don't pick up on a lot of these things. But if you're standing next to the right yeah. person, you can pick up an awful lot. The NFC East, because we talked about Daniel Jones there for just a second, the NFC East is one of the three divisions we have not gotten to yet. I think we both think the Cowboys are going to win that division. And then I would say that we both think the Eagles are going to be yeah. second in that yeah. division. So how do you look at Giants and Redskins? Um, well, the Giant, I, the Redskins is one of my favorite underplays for the year. Um, I just think they're – Trent Williams not being there, their left tackle is worrisome. Obviously, the quarterback situation, Keenum – uh, Colt McCoy and Dwayne Haskins. I mean, wow, that's murderer's row of quarterbacks right there. Um, I, I just can't see them doing much in, in that in that division. Um, and I, I, they're under six and a half wins, so I would put them fourth in that division. Giants in third, and then um, I mean, between uh, the two, Saquon Barkley's the best player on both of those teams by a pretty wide margin. Oh yeah, right? yeah. So I mean, right there, I think you could you could put the Giants and look if look Daniel Jones played pretty well last night and Haskins didn't, and right. that's not going to matter maybe when we get to the regular season. But if you want that hope, there it is for you. I, I don't think either one of those two teams is going to factor in right now. Do you think this is it for Eli? Um, hundred percent. Yeah. Anywhere else he would go, or do you think this is when no, he he's retires? Done. He's done. I think he was done two years ago, but that's just me. Let's well, go to the. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. that wasn't the conversation. He, I think he's going to be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he, this is his last year. Yeah. All right. This is a much better discussion. NFC West. NFC West. Uh, the Cardinals. We'll see. That's going to be something I think will be good early, and then we'll see after some adjustments are made and after some tape is watched and some film is watched how fast the league catches up to Kingsbury, who I'm still not sure how he got the job, except that that offense and that quarterback should be a pretty good marriage at least in the short term and then you look at the other three teams seattle was a playoff team a year ago the rams of course were in the super bowl a year ago and the 49ers lost jimmy garoppolo in the third game of the season they will have him back they'll have shanahan in year number three they picked up a pretty solid running back those three teams that could be a real war out west yeah so I think that we look at, at the Rams first. They made the MC Championship game last year. We, we often see, I mean, they made the Super Bowl last year. We often see a decline in play after you lose the Super Bowl that, that year following. And it makes sense. You know, you're, you're beat up a little bit from that run. You're so emotionally drained. And you're just emotionally drained for not having won that game. And there now is a blueprint to stop the Rams. You play quarters coverage. Uh, you make things a little difficult for them. Uh, and obviously, some of they knows that too. The Cooper cutback is huge. But the interior offensive line, they lost Saffold. Um, they have to replace their center. The record just okay. Uh, defensively, now it's of Aaron Donald. There really is no pass rush. And, of course, Donald, we know, is an all-world player. Linebacker is still kind of iffy. And so I just think they're going to take a little step back. It doesn't mean they're going to go like 6-10 and 10, just to kind of pull back a little bit. Um, the Niners should be much better with Jimmy Garoppolo, but they have injuries piling up now. Now, Bosa's hurt again, and Jared McKinnon hasn't practiced yet, and these, these keep happening. Um, Seattle, to me, is is an interesting team. You know, their, their Vegas win total is like eight, and they've won over nine games, nine or over. Every year, Wilson's been a quarterback, but their defense right now, at least on paper, is just not as good as it used to be. I mean, they, well, yeah. Most people have projected 30 to 31 best defense. As of right now, of course, we know that Pete Carroll, I think, can really coach them up, but they don't have a pass rush. They traded Frank Clark. So I'm not quite sure what to make of them. I think Russell Wilson, the offense, are going to be really good this year. And then Arizona, not quite sold on Kingsbury. He wasn't a good college coach. I don't know no. why we think he's going to be a good NFL coach. No, not only was he not a good college coach, the only job he could have gotten as a head coach in college was at his alma mater. And so they give him the job at Texas Tech, and then he proceeds to be the worst coach in over three decades at that school and gets fired, and no one was looking at him for a head coaching job. And somehow he ends up in the NFL because of this rush to hire the young, new you know, offensive guru 
But the air raid is not something that typically has worked at all in the NFL either, right? This is not an offense that has seen very much success on the pro level. Uh, correct. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 it, it hasn't. So, I mean, he's got the right quarterback to try and run it. I think I like Kyler Murray a whole lot more than I like Cliff Kingsbury as his coach. And maybe they're perfect for each other. And because of the system, it ends up working out. I'm certainly not, again, when I'm being critical of things, it's because it's my job. It's not because I'm rooting against someone. Some people think that, you know, it's all personal. No, it's not. I've never met Cliff Kingsbury. I have no idea. Uh, I just look at him and say, I don't think he earned that job. And I don't know that he was ready for that job. I think the same thing about Matt LaFleur in Green Bay. Yeah. But I could be wrong about both of them. Zach Taylor could end up well, being the greatest yeah, I mean, coach in the history of the NFL. I doubt it, it but we don't know yet. Oh, well, we don't know any of this yet. That's that's part of the... Um, if we knew, there'd know, be no uh, reason to do sports radio because the, we'd all have the facts. Correct. And so um, we're just going off of, of history. And so history would show that um, it's going to be a, a tough sledding for, for Kingsbury. The fifth or the the fifth team in Barnwell's list of teams to decline, the one that we did not get to yesterday, yeah. in addition to the Saints, the Rams, um, the Dolphins, and the Cowboys, is the San Diego Chargers, I guess now the yeah. L.A. Chargers, 12-4 and four a season ago, uh, a team that kind of lucked into some wins that they used to not be able to get. That was Barnwell's argument. They were really good again in one-score games. But they used to be like crippled by the late mistake, and it was other teams making mistakes against them last year. But that brings us also, I think, to the AFC West, our final division, which I know Danny G's ears just perked up like Mr. Peanut Butter and BoJack Horseman because we have to talk about the Raiders now. But it's Chiefs, Chargers, and then it's Broncos, Raiders, however you want to look at that. I still think you probably get two playoff teams out of this division. Kansas City should still win it, I think. The Chargers are good. The Melvin Gordon thing, we'll see. But we know Eckler can run the football for them. They don't have Tyrell Williams, but they've still got a lot of talent there on that side. Rivers had maybe the best season of his career until it just kind of fell apart at the very end last year. They have a good defense. I like the Chargers a lot. I just don't like them as much as I like Kansas City because I think they improved on defense too. I think Kansas City will naturally take a step back. By step back, I mean like maybe eleven and five. Yeah, right. Just like the Rams. Um, yeah, I think that last year they had a year very. Uh, they were they benefited a lot from lack of injuries, which is it's great. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, that's not a bad thing. Um, they obviously got to catch some people by surprise a little bit with with Pat Mahomes. Um, defensively, they got Frank Clark now, but I'm just not quite sold on the transition right now to go from you know what they had to, to Spagnuolo. So Spagnuolo's defense, I think their their defense is going to be okay. It can't be really worse than last year. No. So I think Chiefs one, probably uh, Chargers two, and then I don't know. I'm not. I'm. Uh, um, it's Goober versus Flacco. Probably Raiders three and Broncos four, but I'm not even sure the Raiders expect themselves to be good this year. Sorry, Danny. Danny, where do you have the Raiders? Like, who's going to rush the passer? Yeah, we, we talked about it uh, a couple of days ago that a successful season for the Raiders would be eight and eight. Yeah. Because of the additions they made, like LaMarcus Joyner, though, I, I was watching Sean McVay talking to the media yesterday. And the two Raiders he gave glowing reviews about were Joyner, who he wished didn't leave his team, and Josh Jacobs. So the fact that the Raiders now have that young running back from Alabama is going to lock that position in. Their offense, like you mentioned yesterday, I think it was, Jeff, you think the Raiders could be in some shootouts. Their defense is decent enough now to where they could win some close games like they did three seasons ago. And obviously the next season after that, it didn't work out so well. The whole team imploded. I honestly think the Raiders could surprise and, and maybe go 9-7 and seven if, some, if they get some breaks that go their way. You know, it's because of the secondary and the fact that I think Derek Carr could take a step forward again with the offensive weapons that he suddenly has. He didn't have those players the past two seasons. He had Jared Cook last year. That was yeah. the number one receiver on the Raiders. 
And a lot of that was because he was getting rid of the ball very fast. It was slants. Right, right. And like we talked about, dunking and, and, and dropping the ball off when he would panic a little bit. Now, the Gabe Jackson uh, injury, I was going to ask you about that, Jeff, being an expert of the O-line. Obviously, Gabe Jackson, one of the best yeah, right guards in the league. Rough, yeah, yeah, rough injury yesterday. There was some video of him doing really good against Aaron Donald, yeah. and that's what started the skirmish. And then a play later after the fight, uh, his leg got rolled up on from behind. MCL sprain, out for eight weeks. That's a bad MCL then. Yeah, was, yeah, eight that, weeks. That means, he, that means he probably had grade three, which means he tore it. Yeah, that's a, that's a bad MCL. Normally you can get by with uh, – with um, an MCL, if it's uh, a grade one or two, you're out for just a little bit. Now, we'll all get to watch together on Hard Knocks to see how the Raiders patch that up. They were excited about their O-line coming into the season, and now with that injury, there's a little bit of a question mark there. Uh, as far as the the Broncos, yeah, man, I, I don't know about jump ball Joe, as some people call him. I don't him. either, man. I do love your running back, though. Philip yes. Lindsay yes. is a notch above other running backs and the, his story is amazing how he just yeah. kind of came out of nowhere and was able to dominate so i love watching him run the football and i do kind of agree with you guys at the top i don't see why the chiefs would fall far and the chargers unless they have some sort of major injury although i don't like the situation with melvin gordon i feel like people are brushing him off because there's a couple other good backs on that team, but if you look at Gordon's stats True. the past two seasons, yeah. he's been more than just a workhorse. He has yeah, been the right. star of that team. You're but right. Austin, but Austin Eckler played fine last year, and the numbers show that when Keenan Allen doesn't nice play... Nice fumble Chargers, yesterday, Jeff, from what? Eckler. Do you see him fumble near the goal line? No, that, that game was on um, after my bedtime. Um, <laughs> they... Uh, they um, uh, when the, the, the numbers have shown that when Keenan Allen is out... The offense is much worse than when Melvin Gordon's out. Yeah, I mean, if you lose your number one wide receiver in a quarterback's league, that's going to cause trouble. And Keenan Allen, of course, still mad about his Madden ratings, probably. When we come back, our weekly visit with Chad Withrow, we'll ask him what his blue shows are. He's a big pop culture guy as well. Stick with us. It's Outkick the Coverage here on a Friday on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 